All right. Hey, everybody. This is Jix, your showrunner, and your DM, Elijah. And we have episode three of Next on the Initiative for everybody today. We made it to episode three. Thank you, everyone, for listening. So, before we begin today's session, the usual heads up. Occasionally, we forget to announce our dice rolls. We use roll 20 to play D&D, so sometimes we talk about the map, tokens, and character placement on our ma- See, we're supposed to have this by now. Tokens and character placement on our computer screen. (laughs) (laughs) We'll fix it in post. I'll fix it in post as the editor for the podcast. He'll fix it in post. (laughs) But look, uh, we're really excited for today's episode. There's some stuff that happens that uh, I didn't get to actually hear about until the episode started getting edited. And um, before our excitement or my excitement spoils something, Elijah, let's hear that episode intro. I don't do it. I gotta go get that old man that does it. One sec. Wait, you don't record these? You're not the old man? Hey, hey, get up! Who's that out there? Is that just the delusions of an old DM? Last time we left off with our adventurers still in prison. We see some combat with the Warforge, a private conversation amongst elves that gives the party some hope, and a couple of bodies get tossed back into the slave pit, causing a bit of a strife. <coughs> All that and more on this week's episode, Hanging by a Thread. Hey guys, how we all doing today? Welcome back to Out of the Abyss. So, some fun stuff happened last time we left off. It's still day one of the chores. Uh, everyone, it's just mid-afternoon. And we broke you off into groups. Everyone had their lunch and interacted with one another. More alliances were made and the knowledge of uh, Stool and Inoki's telepathic spores have become uh, pretty wide known amongst the prisoners. I want to see, I want to see where that goes. During the warp duty, a few conversations were had and an altercation began where the guards had to put down a few of the prisoners. One, unfortunately, was on the bridge and fell to to his death. Rest in peace, Ron. And then the duties continued, the chores, um, and we're now on the ground floor where (laughs) I don't know how to properly describe it. Krav and it decided to check out the situation, see that a ooze was consuming Ron's body. While they were down here, the guards also took notice of it. While they tried to calm the situation and get everything in order, one of them attempted to grab it, bad idea, who decided, who also panicked. During the panic, it fell out of its manacles and bolted for the water. And that, in that instant, Croft decided to take a surprise attack and spring at one of the drow. Severely wounding them, and this is where we return to the session. Uh, I hope you guys have your character sheets ready. Last time we was here, I already had you all roll initiative. Maya, you're in the water. Uh, at the moment, you're pretty safe, but you see further up north, uh, the ooze still consuming uh, parts of Ron. It hasn't taken notice of you. You are also out of your manacles, and you have no disadvantage on movement, attack, spellcasting, etc. Jack, you are still in your manacles. It is dimly lit in this area due to the uh, fungi lying around, so you cannot all see. 
And top of the initiative is Drow number two, who is named Ambrose. He is the one who's actually severely wounded after that one swing this Warforge gave him. So he is going to step back for a moment and then pull his sword and take a swing at you, Jack. I would assume that... Uh, oh, that's a nice number. A seven would hit? A seven misses. A seven misses as it just clings off your uh, base armor. He just yells to Shore that... Uh, Shore, sir, this one's metallic. And they begin uh, focusing on you. It is your turn. So there are three of them right here in front of me? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's right. It jumped into the water. Okay, this one right here. Uh, bonus action again. Yes. That one is sure. That is one of the commanders. Right here in front of me? Yes. Okay, yeah. I'm going to use my bonus action again and an attempt to Zephyr Strike them. Okay. 19 does hit. Okay, so... I'm unarmed. Oh, come on. So, a total of four damage. Dun, 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 dun. On my turn, I'm going to turn and run towards platform. So if you you will provoke an op attack of opportunity if you move away. Okay. All right. He's going to attack you with his sword. Eleven does not hit, does it? Nope, does not. Oh yeah, he takes a swing at you and you evade. Are you doing anything else? Um, no, that's my turn. I got okay. my distance away. It is now Shore's turn, who just mutters under his breath and then turns and glares at it. And you see these little lights begin to slowly fall around it. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay, um, 12. 12 is just what you needed. You see these little small lights slowly flow towards you. And you just get this feeling that you shouldn't let these things touch you. And you kind of swim away from it, dodging it. He cusses under his breath and looks up north and sees in the ooze. And just says, why don't you keep an eye on it in case it tries to get out the water? Otherwise, leave it to the ooze. Army for the Warforge. And he will make his movement towards you, Jack. Stay away! And that's his turn. It, it is your go. Alright, um, so I guess to start out, can you tell me a little bit more about the map? And does this waterfall go all the way from the top of the cavern? Um, the way this entire prison cavern is set up is all kind of like on the side of the wall and is it doesn't hang all the way down to the pillar i mean to the pool and the webbing is above us where we are right now yeah between the uh tower and the water is that large area of webbing okay so it is going to want to climb the wall right next to the waterfall preferably out of sight which which section are you climbing to? Where are you going? Yeah, I want to I want to be on the wall right next to the waterfall, preferably even like hidden by the water if that's possible. Like if there's any grooves under the water. Okay, I would give you a check for this, but considering you are a, a, a water-like creature and this is your terrain, I feel like you can do this with ease. But I'm gonna need you to give me a stealth check for hiding. Um, eighteen? No. 19. Okay. You feel like you've effectively squeezed yourself into this area and no one can see you. Okay. Drow number one, girl. Now I'm gonna have him do a perception check. How's your perception, buddy? Oh, not well enough. He just searches 
and kind of curses under his breath and moves his way to assist ashore. He then pulls out his crossbow and takes one shot at you, Jack. Uh, I'm rolling awful. What did he roll? A 10. Just oh. almost hits Troy and he just turns around and glares at the drow warrior. Next up on the initiative, it's the Uzi's turn. I'm going to have him do a perception check as well. Maya, telepathically in your head, you hear faceless one rock losing you. And that's the Uzi's turn. Oh my god. Flash for the faceless one. Is he looking at me? Is he trying to get to me? Is he doing anything? It doesn't seem like it's making eye contact per se. It's just floating in this spot. But it seemed like it was able to direct this fo- uh, focus onto you and gets in that mess. Top of the initiative, Drow too. He is actually going to stay where he is after seeing the ooze appear and take a shot at it. Hits the ooze. Yay. He shoots at the ooze. It doesn't seem to do much as it just pierces through and almost goes all the way through it before it just slows and stops. The ooze kind of shivers for a moment and then just keeps, I guess, blobbing around? What would be the great way of saying idly jiggling? (laughs) Krav, it is your turn. Alright, with Shora on my tail, I decide that um, sweet chin music is needed in his future. Okay. as so as I as I'm running I decide to stop and I decide to wind up for the sweet chin kick. Give me that sweet chin at disadvantage. Uh does a seven hit? <laughs> he you stop suddenly and just out of nowhere give this beautiful kick despite being in manacles, and your leg sends one inch away from his nose as he just kinda looks at it. It did not hit. Oh uh Oh, that's going to be my turn. Follow up, it's Shores' turn. Who is, your foot is still in his face, and he just pulls out both sword swords and takes swings at the leg. So he is going to multi-attack. I'm not using this dice, I'm going to like you. <laughs> there we go. Um, <clears throat> There's a 24 hit. My leg! <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and roll the second attack. No! 13 does not hit. Oh, that tickles! That tickles! Put my leg! Okay, so just one hit? Just one. Just one. Okay. Do you have any resistance or immunities to poison? Um, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Are you about to poison me? Is the Are you immune or resistant to poison? I have resistance and I gain advantage versus it. Okay. You're going to take five points of piercing as he kind of just jabs the base of your leg. <laughs> it kind of cranks up for a moment and as he pulls out, you see a bit of flakes of wood come off and then instantly you kind of feel a going through your uh, body you take 13 points of poison damage six if you are resistant oh my god so let me just say i was was at 19 health when you said take you said take 13 Mm -hmm. oh yeah and then with with, 13 reduced to six since you're resistant oh my goodness he's trying to kill me ladies and gentlemen as he does so, he is going to use the rest of his movement to run around to the front of you and say, I will have you back in chains before you know it. You will not escape. It doesn't sound. Maya, what you doing? Ribbit. 
<laughs> yeah, so I'm going to attempt to climb as high as I can. Um, do I need to do a check for that? Um, no, but you, movement is 25, so I would say you're able to move 12 feet up in terms of just climbing. Yeah, that's fair. Does that take me to the next level yet? Uh, no. And as you climb up, if you're on the edge of the waterfall or where you are, as long as you focus on this section here, uh-huh. you're good on avoiding the webs continuing up the uh, wall. Okay. And I'd like to use my bonus action to hide. Okay. <laughs> if I'm not remaining hidden. No, no, no problem. Um, to be fair, you haven't changed your action, uh, any action that would cause you to be visible. You are aware of the voice in your head, so if you want to roll again to try to like slink back in, you can. But if you roll lower, that will affect your uh, previous yeah, status. Yeah, I'm gonna hide. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll stay as I am. Okay. I don't think that Ooze can reach me, so I'm okay with that. All right. Next is Draw One. He's in a good spot. He's going to shoot his crossbow once more at Jack. Sucks at shooting. He misses, curses, and he decides <laughs> to move around shores, hopefully to get a better hit. Next is the ooze who stands still momentarily, just stays there. And does he continue to jiggle ominously? <laughs> yes, he is just he moves over he just moves over once. Oh I see. So he's not really mm-hmm. doing much. He's just hanging. Nah. Jiggling. Just jiggling. Just whoop, whoop. And we're going to go back to the top of the initiative. Drow 2 is going to take a shot at the ooze. That's the only thing he can see at the moment. No, wait. He instead is going to take a shot at uh, Jack. 18 hits. Yeah. Okay. That is another six points of piercing as he aims for the side of your torso. Go ahead and give me a constitution saving throw. Moment of truth. Does an unnatural 20 pass? Damn, you got good constitution. Yeah, that's impressive, sir. You feel this uh, familiar sting almost try to enter your body, and you kind of shake it off, and it does not affect you. He is going to move closer, and I'm going to have him do a quick search. He's trying to st- he want- he's trying to do his job and pay attention to the grunge, but is like really aware of this uh, ooze standing in the water. He then uh, looks straight up past next to the waterfall and yells out, He's trying to escape! It's climbing! Yeah. And that's his turn. Craw. So the ooze is trying to climb. Well, you see and hear him point at the grunge and call out. And as, at that point, you can see it about 20 feet in the uh, on the side of the wall. Do, 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 Without do, telling me your hit points, how are you looking, Jack? Have you ever seen a tree bleed? I'm bleeding maple syrup. That's not how trees bleed. <laughs> Actually, that kind of is. <laughs> oh, well, I guess so. <laughs> That's how you get maple syrup. <laughs> I'm getting, okay, yeah, with that being said, things are looking really sticky. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of... <laughs> good. Somebody needs to play a tree person and just have that be their catchphrase. <laughs> I'm gonna try an axe kick this drow that's right here. Mm-hmm. So does an... Does a 12 hit? This time you're you're just moving awkwardly because of manacles and you can't get the form out properly. You just dodges it with the... Are you doing anything else? And then I'm gonna turn! I'm gonna run! Five! Ten! Provoking attack of opportunity. Uh, that's fine. 
he's gonna turn the blade or he's gonna flip his blade and take a swing at you. 21 to hit. Oh yeah, that hits. Nine points piercing. Um, yeah, I'm down. Oh, okay. So as soon as you turn to move, he just flips his blade and aims for the back of your neck and you hear a, a sickening as the Warforge is down. You are unconscious. Oh, no. And then he just points to one of them. Take him back up. We'll deal with the other one way or the other. He does that and starts making his way over to the water. He looks at the ooze and then looks up at you who is on the wall and he just calls out to you. Do not make this more difficult than it has to be. If you climb any further, we will aim to kill. Come back down peacefully. And he is going to hold his action. Maya, it is your turn. So, it's a, it is like kind of terrified, but it kind of meekly yells out. And if he can't hear it over the waterfall, that's reasonable. But it is going to respond and say, kill it if return to, like it's saying, if I go back, you'll kill me anyway. But, you know, in kind of broken common. He just smiles and saying, no, we'll just make you wish you were dead. Not convincing argument. And it is going to continue climbing and try and hide again okay another 12 feet give me a sample this time it is going to actually try and hide in the water uh, okay like in the waterfall like try to get behind the water yeah like if there's like a little dip mm-hmm. you know where the water isn't rushing it's going to try and hide in that little dip all right i'll allow you not uh, as long as you're not getting into the waterfall all the way i'll allow you to do it without a check but go ahead and give me another stealth roll Oh shit, not 20. Nice. Um, one moment, he is going to shoot an attack as he sees you move away. Okay. Crossbow. Does a 16 hit? Uh, yes. Oh no, it's gonna be five points of piercing. You are immune to poison. Yep. And after you take that little cut across the torso, you kind of just scurry away. And as you hit the side of the waterfall and feel the water splashing on you, you are confident that you're well hidden. Yeah, it would be pretty tough for an arrow to pierce the waterfall anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next is the other drow, who is going to do, uh, do what he was commanded to do. And he's going to start taking you over to the lift and realize you're heavy as hell. And he's just going to wait for the other, uh, for the other drow. Ooze's turn. In your head, Maya, it, you hear... No one runs from the faceless one. And the ooze is just going to float closer to the side of here. And that's its turn. No! <laughs> Go away! Top of the initiative, other drow is going to, at this point, assist drow one and moving jack. Shore is going to make one more perception check as he sees the uh, ooze moving around. Maya, you say you got a nat 20 plus what? Plus six. Okay. You see him almost pretty much stare at you and then move his eyes up and down to try to figure out your location and just curse it. Oh, he got a nat 22. He then blares his horn and calls out to the tower above. We got one escaping. Check the exit. And then it's your turn. Is there anything you're going to do? I think I am going to continue climbing. Unless um, that would give away my position. Would that give away my position? No, but you're closer to the waterfall, so I will ask for athletics, not acrobatics. 
no, this is climb. No, acrobatics is good. It, it, I'll leave it to be uh, your choice, actually. Um, actually, what I'm gonna say is I'm just gonna stay put and wait it out. Okay, and that is your turn. I'm not gonna move. Like I am basically trying my best to disengage from this fight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, draw one and two, or now heading to the elevator. Shore heads down towards the force press lift. Looks back at the waterfall one last time and just glares and drow. And drow. <laughs> glares and drow. Glares <laughs> <laughs> and drow. Swear. <laughs> I wonder what that looks like. Swears. What does your elven eye see? Hate. Hate. <laughs> he calls up to the lift. Hurry and get it down here. We need the arm people on, on guard. And at this point, a lot to communicate from a glare. <laughs> <laughs> this point, um, we're at the end of the initiative at the bottom. You all hear a couple of other horns and your locations go off. Then uh, you see several drow begin to move down the lift and start making their way towards the various exits. At this point, chores are over. Lockdown. And they start shipping everyone back to the pens. Um, Jake's, uh, you're taken back to the pen. David, you're taken back. Is David here? He said, "Go on without him. We'll catch up." But um, you know, hopefully he is able to. Ah, uh, yeah, he, he's taken back to the pen. Maya, you are left alone. And as you continue climbing, the only thing you see is the ooze staying in the water and a half-consumed corpse of rot floating on the side. What about me? You don't know where you are, sir. You are unconscious. Five minutes later, actually, we, uh, Inoki, sorry. You see, uh, two of the drow drag in a large warforge, uh, bound, and just toss him into the pen. He is, there's cuts all over, you see blood leaking now, he is severely wounded. Oh no, his shiny metal ass. Oh no. <laughs> there is a gash on the left cheek. Oh, is no. it repairable? <laughs> Who knows? Okay. Before we go to the next section, um, I would love to, I would like everyone to go on mute. Oh, mute? Except Maya. Uh, I don't want y'all to hear this next part. I will walk into the other room and speak into my phone. Hey, Maya. Fun. How's it going? Good, real quick. Hey, Jack. Hey, Jakes. Arun, I need you to roll initiative. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, hi. Hi. You're going to say you are out of initiative. I've never had this happen in this way, but you are in the best scenario to escape right now. You are currently climbing up. We are going to say with your movement speed and the time that's passed, you have moved up effectively 60 feet up the waterfall. Okay. And at this point, you see you're pushing past the uh, webbing now. So if you were to fall and able to push yourself, you might be able to use that as like a cushion. Like the spider webbing? Yes. Okay. And it's getting to a point where you're, um, you're about to hit the top of the waterfall. What are you doing? The top of the waterfall is also above... Um, where the upper level, right? Yes. Okay. Is there any point where I can see my friends or like the other prisoners? Or are they always outside of my... So as you hit to a certain point where you're now like eye level with the... You're still hidden, I will say that. Mm -hmm. But you are now eye level that you can see the bridge again. You see all the commotion going on. You see 
drought going every direction to go below and block the exits. You also see them dragging off set various individuals. You see on one section they're dragging off. Uh, yeah, you see them dragging off Zuvar, his half elven body limp in some of the guards, mm -hmm. but they are going towards the quarters, which is different from the pins. Then you see four to five drow just all lumbering uh, this warforge back into the pin. Give me a perception check. Okay. Um, just a perception. Oh, that's a nat one. Oh. <laughs> five. <laughs> The waterfall, the panic, all of that is drowning out what potential conversation you could hear as they pass across the bridge. And that is currently the situation. What are you, uh... So, can you tell me a little bit more about these spider webs? Are they, like, all over the place? Uh, yeah. They pretty much can spread all over the uh, outpost. They're below most of the uh, bridges and walkways that you see. And various times you are aware of giant spiders crawling here and there. The drow seem to just keep them as idle creatures slash pets. Okay. Do I get the impression that those spiders would attack me if I were on their webs? As just a grunge, you know spiders, uh, giant spiders in particular, have no problem feasting on amphibious creatures. <laughs> I'm their natural prey. Okay. Frog legs are delicious. <laughs> so one thing I was thinking about is to just hide in the general dungeon area using the webbing as a way to get around without being seen. I'm pretty concerned that that isn't going to be a super safe, easily fail. Um, but I don't know. I guess I want to try and climb to the top of the waterfall and investigate what it's like up there. Okay. I'm going to need one more athletics or acrobatics check as you try to make your way up above. Okay. 12 plus 8. So not nat 20. Okay. Gets tougher as you move up and you're just now at this point having to fight the force of the waterfall nearby to keep climbing. Uh -huh. As well as trying to stay doing this in a selfie position. So it's a very slow process for you. Yeah. But you get about uh, 30, 40 feet up and you're, you're starting to see where the water is uh coming out mm -hmm. it's about another 20 feet before you can like tell the situation up there though oh so i'm not at the top of the waterfall i'm just near the top you're saying yes um i will need one more check for you to get up there okay another acrobatics yes they I, they say on the booklet to give you the disadvantage but i like that you are a bunch and you're just capable of these kind of things so just do a straight roll yeah, okay, so this was even better than the last one. It's a 17 plus 8, so that's a 25. So at this point, you get you are now in the waterfall fighting it, and it is exhausting trying to do this. But you get to the top of the waterfall and feel where the force of the water is coming out, and in the top of this ceiling seems to be a nice crack mm -hmm. that it's pushing out of. You figure if you have some, if you're able to force your way through that crack, mm -hmm. you could try to continue sw getting uh, going up, but you'll be in, you'll be submerged completely in water and fighting the waterfall, force of the water at that point. So I'll be inside the waterfall. Yes. Which isn't a problem. I'm not worried about running out of breath. Right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I guess I will try and keep going up. Okay. You are now fighting the force of the water. Um, let's see. I will need you to give me, I'll say, to see if you pass and if you succeed on this, we'll reward you. Three checks. First check, go ahead and give me athletics or acrobatics, your choice, as you try to, like, 
position yourself to get into the waterfall without without getting overtaken by them. Okay, so the I did an acrobatics check, which is a fourteen plus eight, so twenty-two. Mm-hmm. Straining at this point, you are able to squeeze in, and at this point, you now submerged in water. If you push forward, do you push forward? Yes. All right. One more check. This is just you getting through the water at the, now. Uh, more acrobatics. Yes. I guess I'm bound to get a bad one eventually. Uh, a ten. You slip and you're uh, pushed back several feet. You feel yourself getting towards the crack of the entrance, uh, ceiling where you uh, came out, and you hold yourself there. Your arms are shaking, your legs are shaking. You're smart. I'm glad you able. You did all this. I'm glad you took the manacles off before you did all this. Yeah, definitely. Me too. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so this is you overcoming the force one last time to just push through. I need one last check. All right. Ah, uh, uh, a critical fail, but no. plus eight. That leads to a nine. Give me another. Give me a dexterity saving throw as you are expelled through the waterfall, through the crack, and it's just you trying to grab the side of the wall before you hit the webbing, pop off, and you feel yourself uh, in, pushed all the way down into the web. It, you do not take damage as it holds you. But mm-hmm. you feel as it absorbs the shock, your body just immediately sticks to the webbing. You are considered thrown and restrained on the webbing. Oh god. Uh, is there a spider around? Give me a perception check. Okay. This is so scary. <laughs> okay, now my luck came back. Okay. Finally. Uh, a 20 plus 4. And that 20 plus 4. You, as soon as you hit the web, you felt it like absorb your shock and spread the impact around so it didn't like tear through and just a moment of silence i'm going to roll a d100 or i'm going to roll a fate die oh and depending on what it is i roll something next oh god a fate die do you have dark vision i don't think so let me double check no i don't okay then you, well, as you just sitting there in that split second of you falling, you search it around, stuck, you just hear and see the sound, like you see three giant spiders begin to crawl from around to the shadow of the webs and begin to make their way over to you. Okay. Before we go into initiative, I will give you three turns to try to break out. First turn, what are you trying to do? Just If you're just trying to make a straight attempt to break out, it's going to be a strength check. Yeah, I'm just gonna try the strength check then. Alright. To break out. Oh, jeez. <laughs> a three. I know that doesn't make it. Nothing. And as you force it, they have now all where something is in the web. Immediately, they begin making their way over to you. Ah, oh, shit. Okay. And I get two more tries to escape, you said? Mm hmm. Yes. Um. Now, this is a long time ago, and I don't know if I wrote it down or not, but you said a long time ago. Like, I think the very first session that I had found a dagger. Is that true? What, um, so for you, when you was here, you didn't find the dagger. What you found was a broken, jagged, like, gemstone that is reduced in value but could still be worth something in gold. Does it have a sharp edge? I will give you a chance to do that, sure. Yes, okay. <laughs> I, yeah, I guess it's not a gold whip on yeah, I'm gonna try and cut myself free, but still holding on to some of the web with one of my hands so that I don't fall to my death. <laughs> this is gonna be an improvised weapon, so yeah, give me a disadvantage attack roll. Disadvantage attack using my dexterity perf- uh, modifier. 
Yes. Okay. You're at disadvantage because you're restrained still. So either a 14 or a... Yeah, 20. Oh, I'm sorry, either an 18 or 20. Oh, nice. You start cutting into it, give me damage. Okay, uh, I just roll a dagger damage. Yes. So I would roll a d4. That's on our, oh, that's the makeshift weapon. Oh, okay, cool. Normally it'd be a d6, but this is a small gemstone. Yeah, that's fine. I rolled a three. You feel it pulling, but you're also feeling it just get stuck. It might take another attempt. Uh, it still it seems like it is kind of steadier than what you thought. Okay. Second attempt. Oh god, this is terrifying. Okay. Uh. I think what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna flail as hard as I can to get out of this web. <laughs> okay. <laughs> With that flail, at this Hail Mary uh, attempt, give me one last strength check. I am not strong. Uh, okay, 11. <laughs> and this is how I die. Maya. With the last bit of strength, you try to pull and turn, try to break yourself free. And as you're in this focused state on trying to pull, you feel several things piss into your body from several different directions. Uh, at least they take poison damage. <laughs> <laughs> you feel the poison, try to attempt to do anything, but it's something, but it's nothing to you. What makes it worse is because the poison is awake, you just feel the piercing of the fangs as you succumb to the darkness. I will give you an option if you want to go into initiative to try to fight them, but it's three giants fighting. With that initiative opportunity, you could try to break out still. Yeah. If we go into initiative, I'm going to just be spending my moves to try and escape at this point. Understood. I'm, I'm fine playing that out if you want to. Um... How, where exactly, how high up am I? Am I above the first level or the second level? You are below the second level. You are on the webbing, so you're underneath the bridges. Okay. So I think one thing that it is thinking now is it's either get eaten by spiders or try and get the guards to help. So I think it is going to give up on escaping and hiding and just make a very, very loud frog noise <laughs> to try and get the attention of somebody. Okay. You cry out, and the first spider bites into you. You take three points of piercing damage. Oh, God. You cry out some more. I'm gonna roll once more. Okay. The next spider starts uh, trying to cover you, and at this point, the drow say, it's there! The spider's got it! And you see two, uh, uh, just barely above, two drow looking over with the torch. Both of them kind of look and look at each other in just quick moments. Shoot, Viva? Want to try and escape? Yeah, but then we'll have to report her dying. You see him pull out a whistle, blow it. You can't hear anything, but the spires immediately stop. Oh, God. This point, through all, all the pain and the situ exhaustion, I'm going to say that it blacks out. Okay. Alright, so my escape attempt failed. If you did not roll a one... I know! It would have been... Oh my god, I was so ready to... I like, was oh. so close! That was awesome, Maya. Like, well done. <sighs> oh man. 
Uh, I'm so glad I didn't die, though. <laughs> yeah, that was tough, too. Like, <laughs> I was like, yeah! <laughs> I did not... That was a terrible thought, just a tiny frog screaming before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, don't just let me die! <laughs> okay, I guess, are we gonna let everyone come back now? We will bring everyone back. I need to clean up the stage a bit. Okay, cool. Oh, jeez. One last thing. As you slip into darkness, you hear one more voice in your head. The faceless one chooses you. I just think, I think to myself, I hope that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Let's tell everyone to come back. Somebody had an intense few minutes. I, my, I'm over here kind of like having with sweat on my hands, just like, oh man, if she escapes, this changes so much. So, Duvar, hi, you come to an awaken. In front of you is Jorlin, as he was previously flipping a small coin between his fingers and tossed it to you. You recognize this as your family emblem. Right. I immediately check my pockets to see if he's taken my coin or is it his own. You would know when you was captured, they took everything from you. It is safe to assume when he flicked it to you that this is your coin. Okay. If I provided you a way to escape, would you take it? I guess I will, yeah. He stands up and starts walking around. It is interesting how a help like you came down here. Tell me your story. Tough, um... I guess there's not much to it. I just, uh, you know, wrong place at the wrong time. That was that was pretty much it. I was uh, going about my business, trying to uh, get something from. He then grabs your hand and pulls, grabs the hand that's holding the coin and pulls it to your face. So there's nothing you want to tell me about being such a being a disgraced elf down here in the underdark. No one sent you. Nah, nah, no, nobody, nobody sends me, no. It, it's just, like I said, wrong place at the, at the wrong time. Just got caught. If Avar were to take you in, she would gain a lot from you in particular. Her not having that chance would be nice for me. I honestly do not care if you all successfully escape or not. Any escape attempt is just a blight on her record. That helps me. Your items, for all of you, the weapons and whatnot, will be in the barracks. If you are lucky, you can go and claim them. Anything of value, and he nods towards your coin, will be in her quarters personally. And then he takes the coin from you and pockets it. In one day, I will leave the gates unlocked. Whatever you do at that point is up to you. Okay. Um... So you're you're leaving. What gates unlocked again? I is it is it just this one? Gate to the slave is the ones I'll leave unlocked. If you manage to find your way through without alerting the guards, well done. If you manage to escape, even better. Look horrible on her for her. If I were to catch you while you were escaping, I will kill you. So you'll be on the lookout for me. If I see you escaping. I will try to stop you. Okay. Okay. Why are you helping me? I do not care about you all. However, 
anything that goes wrong here at the prison does not go well for her. And I want revenge. As he says that, he kind of like, paint, like gently touches the side of his face where you see it disfigured by scars. Wow, that looks very, very bad. Do not talk of it. Oh, well, okay, okay. Um, not a word anymore. So, tomorrow. Uh, so that gives me some time. Can I get my... I mean, I know this probably is not going to work well in my favor, but I, I still want to ask, um, can I bring a friend with me as I'm trying to escape? I don't give a damn who you bring. I don't care how you plan this. You merely have the tools in front of you. Okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll, I'll, I'll take your word for it. Excellent. Well, I feel like we're going to have to make an excuse for you being here. <laughs> I needed a plaything. And as he says that, does a 27 hit you. Oh, yeah. He just smacks you across the side of the face. And I'm just going to go ahead and say, mark yourself down on one hit point. As he spends the next hour just taking punches at you until you fall. One hit point. Yes. And then he just says, there. Now they believe what I say. And he has one of the guards drag you back to the pit. And at this point, when you hear, like, when you, when he opens the door, you hear, you just see a bunch of commotion, a trial moving back and forth, and a quick glance of a warforged being dragged back unconscious. Okay. Afterwards, they take all of you and go to the pen, which is where we'll go. It's now around late afternoon, and there's a bit more silence. The horns has stopped. But you see guards everywhere at this point. They have extra detail next to the slave pins here. They also have guards uh, all of the entrances and lifts. You see here, once they brought in the regular people who were doing their chores, which was Inoki and, um... Oh yeah, you see Ugesh. You see, um, them bringing in several other people. First person they drag in is Krav, who is unconscious at zero hit points. They just toss him into the pen. Five, ten minutes later, you see them uh, dragging in a severely beaten Zuvar. And he kind of just, they push you into the pen. They allow you to walk. Last but not least, uh, about 30, 40 minutes later, you see them dragging with the cop, like a little, like a chain, the body of it. And they kind of sling it into the pen. She is all. It is also unconscious. Unconscious. Okay. At this point, chores is over. You are all on lockdown. No meals tonight. And for the rest of the night, it is up to you guys to try to fill your time. Eldiff runs over to the warforge and starts trying to tend to the wounds with pulling off small strips of clothing from herself and like wrapping around. She then looks up to Enoki and says, "Come, come. You could assist with this." And who's asking me to come over? Elder. Elder's the dwarf. Okay, gotcha. I hurry over. Quickly! She starts tearing pieces of cloth off of your clothing. I point at the wound on the left cheek. <laughs> uh, I, I, could bandage it, I could bandage that up, but I, I don't think there's anything I could do about that. I, I shout, I lift my hands into the heavens and pretend to scream. No! <laughs> Eldiff is uh, trying to use your time to do all that, and at the same time, Zuvar, you are just hoisted up and slammed into the wall. As you come to see who it is, it is Seraph, 
whose eyes are red and staring at you. What kind of test did you pass? Why did Loft choose you? What did they tell you? It, it, it was not a, a test. As you can see, I got severely beaten up because, well, I can explain it. I was trying to save him. Why? It was a Why did she choose you? And he just pushed you further into the wall, trying to like begin choking you. Oh, oh, oh stop! I can't, I can't breathe. Is anyone trying to stop this? Yeah, I immediately intervene and tackle him off. Same with me. Ah, get, get off me! Thank you. Thank, thank you. <laughs> I I motion to uh to my uh, fellow captain and like tell him to hold him down. And as you uh, fall off the side of the wall, uh, Arun, you see Bupita and Jimjaw kind of like come towards you and start checking like, "Are you alright?" And Bupita asks, "Everything alright?" Yeah, right? yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I am, I'm, I'm okay. Just a little bit uh, shaken up. Um, yeah, it, it's a bad day. It's it's a bad couple of days. Ugesh, give me an athletics check as you're trying to hold down um, Saturn. Does he get an advantage since I'm helping? Are you still helping him? Then yes. Yeah, so 14. <laughs> and he's just currently held down by the two of you. Shusar is holding it in his arms and he's just pouring water over it. He is taking damage, but he doesn't seem to care about that as he's just trying to make, like, he's slapping your face trying to wake you up. Join him. Like, I'll slowly get up, walk over there, and join him. Oh, I thought you were going to come over and still slap anything. <laughs> like, don't worry, I've got this. <laughs> please, little friend. No, little friend, please. Stop seeing Turvy doing all this chaos. Wide-eye watching everyone in the corner. Stool is kind of shaken by everything going on, and is just huddled by himself, just rocking. Eldiv is still attending to uh, Croft, Ugesh. You and uh, Inoki are currently just holding down Seraph, Pupito, uh, and Jim Jar is next to you, Arun. And it, you come to to see the face of Akua Toa, like, just directly in front of you. Wake up, little one. Yeah, so I'm immediately just gonna scramble away from him, like, thinking about the spiders still and being like... Yeah, as you move your arm, you feel it restricted. They have placed your manacles onto you once more, as well as a couple others on your arm. I will say for the time you are here with those manacles, the DC, the breakout, is now higher. Okay. Um, well, even given that, I am still going to do my very best to uh, scramble out of his hands. Once he sees you awake, he lets you out immediately. You can see on his arms, he's intense like purplish marks um on the underside of his arms little, little one what happened i just hide in the best corner i could find what happened to all of you where's one i say uh faceless one ate dinner what who was on guard with her who was doing who was at the lips and then he looks over to elder and said who's still struggling Elder just kind of looks up and, and confused. I was on the top floor. I, I didn't see anything. And then she looks down to Krav, who was... He was with her. He... Oh, God. Did you try to escape? And then she looks at you and, and kind of has fury in her eyes and just stands up. Did you try to escape? I try and continue. I, I hide even more. Are you crazy? Now they're just going to be watching us. Damn it. 
and she kind of like swings around and uh, empty fist kind of like swings a fist punch in the air upset then looks back down at Krav and starts pretending to him again Jack go ahead and add one hit point back to your stuff and you are now conscious as you kind of hear arguing and shouting with nearby in front of you is the uh, dwarf elder and for a split moment your body functions back before you uh, were captured. Oof. Your settings were back in order. What am I doing here? That's what we're trying to figure out. Three of you come back bloodied and bruised, and one doesn't come back at all. Ah, uh, yes. The breakout. The what? He tried to escape. At this point, El Bopito rushes past and grabs you and just shh, and then looks at Inoki and Sewell. And then look back at Enoki, eyes on, and just nods and taps his head. Okay, and then I and I let go of, of um, who am I restraining again? It's Aerith. Fair. Yeah, I I like let the other guy take control of like restraining him. <laughs> and I just like immediately just like raise my hands, and immediately a bunch of repertoire spores filled the chamber. Okay, everyone, Jack, Maya, uh, Arun, David, make deck, uh, constitution saving those for me. I'm gonna need to pull some as well. Okay. And question, are you involving Seraph in the score? Everybody. Everybody. Okay. I rolled a nat 1. 15. Yeah, I got a nat 2 plus 1. You all feel the spores connect with you and link up. As Seraph looks, he's like, no, no. And then see the spores and kind of like stop mystified. It starts trembling in anticipation. And when the spores hit him, Jake's, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Ooh, exciting. A stool makes one as well. Uh, let me see, wisdom saving throw. So, 15. Split moment, you fall into the dark. Just one split moment, it is nothing for you. And then you just hear. And then you snap back and everyone, you're back in the room. Did you hear what I said? It was a little rough to hear. It sounded like great cedar. Yes. All right. Well, you really killed it this session, man. Like my curiosity skyrocketed when you did the ominous voice at the end for uh, Noki and Stool. It's really fun playing a Mykonid character because the whole telepa tele telepathy? How do you say it? Telepathy? Te telepathy? Telepathy. Telepathy. The telepathy thing was a lot of fun to roleplay. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hold on. Telepathy. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, so you got me. Okay. Okay. See, this is why I need help pronouncing certain words, especially fantasy names. Um and... That was me being evil. I'm sorry. No, no, you're good. It's like um, it's like when I couldn't for the longest time didn't know how to say uh, rapport, and I kept just saying repertoire, and it takes me like so many sessions to realize that like it's pronounced rapport, not repertoire. I mean, it took me even longer to realize that it's pronounced myconid, not myconoid. Uh, we've come a long way. You guys are playing some unique characters. That combined with the role playing makes it enjoyable. I see everyone setting up their plans and creating bonds with the NPCs, which has me wondering how this will all go down. 
Yeah, you did a really good job playing the NPCs this episode, like, especially with Seraph. I was really immersed in believing you were an angry NPC just beating the crap out of, <laughs> out of Arun's character. <laughs> but, and here's the tricky part, can you roleplay a podcast host reading our promotion? Haha! <laughs> Segway! <laughs> Hello? Hello? Ah, yes. Support us directly on Patreon at nextontheinitiative.com. Any additional content we make is going to be uploaded to the Patreon first, and the best way to find it is by using the link in the description. Ah, show writer Jakes, whose turn is it to name a $3 item? So this is what you meant when you wrote that you're going to do a particular voice for the prom- <laughs> the promotion this time, huh? <laughs> uh, what? What? Something new on the dash? Ah, yes. All right, well, all right. Well, let me, let me give it a try. So... For today's promotion, we have Maya Ross playing It the Grung. Maya, what? <laughs> Maya, can you name a $3 item? Wait, where did Maya come from? She's been sitting next to me the entire time. We're like, oh. How? How could y'all be together right now? Oh, wait, you're right, you're right. Let me let me break out that old, timey, ye old Discord app. Boop, 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 boop. I can't remember how the Discord ringtone goes. But anyways, uh, Maya, are you here? <laughs> Jake's? Jakes, What's why are you happening? calling me on Discord? You could just walk to the other room. You could, what? Huh? <laughs> well, yeah, we're married, so we kind of live together and... Nani, you guys are what? Well, yeah, you know that, Eli. I need to check my files. <laughs> what files? <laughs> you were at the wedding. <laughs> Seems like I have to check the photograph files. <laughs> All right. So, Maya, as I mentioned before, can you name something that's like $3 to kind of equivalent to our first uh, Patreon tier? Yeah, right. Well, you know, if you wanted to, you know, just skip out on buying approximately uh, 112,000 grains of rice, no. then you can <laughs> <laughs> out, of, out of all the things I thought you were Googling, a thousand and how much grains of rice? Well, first I had to calculate how many grains of rice were in an average pound. Yeah, how much per unit are we talking? And then I had to calculate the average price of rice in the last couple of years. So I got to about 112,000. So just skip 112,000 grains of rice and, you know, support us on Patreon. You couldn't have just said like a bag of rice? <laughs> no. No, no, no. You couldn't do it like that. Both of you said no. <laughs> I need to know how many grains I have to sp- uh, save and ration so we can pay for this Patreon. All right, well, I guess... For the for the price of a thousand grains of rice. No. Oh, okay. One hundred and twelve thousand grains of rice. Of course. For the price of a hundred and twelve thousand grains of rice, you can keep this podcast <laughs> podcast going. So please support us on Patreon and help us buy one hundred and twelve thousand grains of rice. It's nothing really. Well, follow us on social media. You can find the links for our official accounts in the description below. And as always, give us a good rating on the platforms you use to listen to this podcast. We like really appreciate it, and it's super useful for uh, helping our podcast grow. Some of the sound effects used in this episode were made by Jake's, our showrunner. The sources for the music and additional sound effects can be found in the description and were used under Creative Common Licensing. This podcast is unofficial fan content of the D&D 5e module, Out of the Abyss. We are not sponsored or endorsed by Wizards of the Coast. Any role-playing we do as characters, depictions of locations, or other content in this module is fan content of the podcast of the source material. So please, support the official content. Special thanks to David George as Ugesh the Fighter. 
Jack Phillips as Krav the Warforged, Arun Baradwaj as Uvara the Half-Elf, Jakes Hernandez as Noki the Mykonid, and Eli Jackson as our great DM, and most importantly me, Maya Ross, as it. Thank you for listening, and stay tuned for the next episode. And remember, as Missy Elliott once said, it's your feminine buffland yet. Maya, you are awesome. <laughs> All right, everyone. <laughs> Be good. Peace. Be safe out there. Bye.